Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. But today I'm going to put myself into this message a little bit more in hope that you understand that I understand what I'm talking about. Believe it or not, at one time, I was just like you. I was selfish. I wanted it my way. I couldn't figure out why my ends wouldn't meet, why things weren't working in my life, why I didn't have the favor. And I thought I was cool. I bought the clothes that made me look good. I bought the alligators. I did it all because it was about me. And when I got a hold of God and got a hold of God's truth, I realized that I was really messed up. So today I'm going to tell you a little bit about me in hope that you'll realize I know what I'm talking about. And if you're going to get anywhere in life, you're going to have to do what I did. I'm going to use the scriptures to show you that there are other people who are just like me that I realized that they were like me, so I realized that it wasn't really, really, really bad. I was just messed up. I was just misguided, and I didn't know the truth. The truth is, I had to figure this thing out, that I had to get myself together. I want you to think about it and say it to yourself. I've got to get myself together. Think about your situation. Think about how you're living. Think about the fact that God is looking down on you. And just say it to yourself, I've got to get myself together. I can't keep going on like this. I've got to get it together. I've got to get myself together. So, when I came to this conclusion that I had to get myself together, I realized that I had to look at me. I had to come to truth with myself. I had to figure it out that I wasn't all that I thought I was. <laughs> I didn't have as much going on as I thought I had going on. I was hanging around people who didn't have as much going on, so I thought I had it all going on. Sometimes your circle can confuse you. Sometimes you hang around people with lower calibers and standards than what you have, and you think you're so much better. But I dare you to measure yourself according to what God is and who he is. You'll be like Isaiah, I am so undone. When I realized how so undone I was, I began to change with the help of God. And let me tell you this. I, I've got to the point now where I am, it's so not about me. That it's hard for, my, my kids take advantage of me. I can't have nothing in the house. Everything I get, they take. I've been sitting down. They could just been, just finished eating. My wife thinks my plate burning, and they'll look at me. Can I have that? And I'm, well, yeah. You just ate one sandwich, and you see me eating this one. Now you want it, and here I am. I give it to her. She said, you shouldn't be doing that. I done messed up. I done got so far. And look, George said back there laughing because he know he do it all the time. He's full, but yet, because daddy got it. 
I mean, when my kids were staying at the house, I couldn't keep nothing. I couldn't keep socks. I couldn't keep drawers. I couldn't keep nothing. My wife said, you didn't have to tell that. I couldn't keep nothing. More men, more men, more men. Yeah, you, got keep, you can't keep nothing. They take everything. Why? Because you ain't fighting for it no more. You don't mind blessing people. You don't mind seeing them have it. My wife is a recipient of it. She know I just give, give, give. Just give. Some of y'all in here know it. I just give. I realize that if I'm going to have it and be satisfied, I got to do what God said to do. He said it's better to give than to receive. I want it the better. So when I give, I'm not just giving, but I'm sowing. I'm expecting something to come back because I've been obedient in what God told me to do, and I'm giving. There's some other things I had to figure out, and I'm going to show you what was going on in my mind and how I had to come to the conclusion that God knew what was best for me. Some of y'all are not convinced that God knows what's best for you. Some of you think that you know what you want to do. You have become your own God. You have become a collector. You're not distributing anything. So, here's some of the things that I realized that I had to do, and I put them up here just so that you could see them. I'm exposing myself again. I realized I could not live a satisfied life outside the will of God. Because, see, I was trying, okay? I knew God, and God knew me. But I was trying to live a satisfied life outside of his will. There were some things I knew he didn't want me to do, but I wanted to do them, and he wasn't stopping me. Some of you all are the way you are because you have chosen to do what you want to do, regardless for what God wants. You cannot be satisfied. I realized, baby, it just wasn't happening. I could not be happy if I wasn't in his will. If God wasn't happy with it, I wasn't going to be happy doing it. I was fooling myself. I was making a mockery of what God was wanting in my life. So I had to come to the conclusion that I could not live a satisfied life outside the will of God. It just wasn't happening. So instead of fighting against his will, I took a stand and started to fight to stay in his will. A mind change, a paradigm shift. I had to think about how to stay in his will versus just trying to fight to get out of his will. So my fight became different. But then instead of me giving in to the struggles, the running the streets, the dope, the women, the pornography, and giving in to all that, I started fighting and figuring out a way how to stay out of it which caused me then to make some decisions with my life. And that's where most of you are at. You don't want to make a decision. You want life to continue to go on, and you want it to get better. But it cannot get better if you're outside of the will of God. You cannot keep doing what you know is wrong and expect God to bless you. To do that means to invite him to be a partaker of your sin. For God to cover you on this one, 
It means he become a partaker of that sin. God cannot take part in what you're doing wrong. He'll be there with you, but don't ask him to step in and, and cover you while you do wrong. He cannot do that. I realized that I had to make a choice. I had to decide. The reason why I'm blessed today and the people who are close to me understand these blessings are overtaking my life. Some of you all may not be as close to me so you don't understand it, but they are overtaking my life so much so that I have to ask myself, is this of God or is the devil? Because it is so much coming my way. Devil, are you trying to trip me up? God said, the blessings shall overtake you. Some of y'all have never been overtook. Because you won't make your stand. You don't want to fight. Listen to me. It was hard coming out of the streets. It was hard. Very hard. I had partners who would come and knock on my door. Man, you ain't coming out? Nope. Oh, you weak. You this, you that. Oh, it don't take that much to change. It took that much for me. I was headed straight to hell and knew it. And telling God I love you at the same time. I had an understanding of God, but no relationship with God. Some of you sitting here right now, you have a knowledge of God, but you don't have a relationship with God. You can't ask God to relate to what you're doing. Pastor, you fuss. I am not fussing. I'm telling you what I went through and hope that you'll see yourself and know if I came out, you too can come out. You don't have to stay on drugs all your life. You don't have to run to women all your life. You don't have to run to men all your life. You don't have to, you don't have to look at porn all your life. You don't have to act a fool all your life. Amen. Old folks got a saying, ain't no fool like a what? Old fool. When are you going to cut this thing off? Goodness. So, I'm telling you what I had to learn. Watch this. There are two options. These options are simple. They're easily to understand. God gave you a scripture when we first started. God said, my commandments are not hard to understand. All right? These are the two options, and you must choose. If you be willing and obedient, option one, you shall eat the good of the land. Okay? God cannot lie. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Not only do you be willing, most of y'all are willing. It's just that obedient part that you're having a problem with. You're willing because you're in church and you're learning about God, you're learning of God, and you're hearing this. But you can't be obedient because when that temptation comes your way, you yield to it every time. So that means you're disobedient. But yet you're willing. But somewhere along that way, you stop wanting to fight. It, it becomes too... And I know, how many of y'all ever been tempted? <laughs> Why are you tempted? Because of this verse. Because there's a choice involved. There's a choice involved. So option one, if you're willing and obedient, you can eat the good of the land. Option two, 
If you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured. Which option will you take? It's simple. Which option do you want? Do you want to be devoured? Are you being devoured? Well, it ain't bad <laughs> as it's going to get. Judgment is beginning to set in on this country, on this nation. And as a people of God, it begins with us. So I'm not walking in the rebelling and the refusal aspect. I'm walking in the willingness and the obedient aspect. So I expect for blessings to overtake me while everybody else is going north. I'm watching what you're doing, and I'm thanking God that I made a decision to do what's right. It's all about a choice. Now, pastor, you made your choice. Everything turned out. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. Once I made the choice, then I had to make a stand. Just by you making a choice to do right does not make everything okay. Because I don't know how you were, but me, I made a choice in my heart or in my head, and it took some time for it to get to my heart. Therein lies the warfare. Most of you in here right now, you know to do good. And every time you decide to do good, evil presents itself. Mm -hmm. You know what's right, but doing right becomes a problem. I love the Lord. I really, look, I'm going to tell you the truth. I love me some God. Therein lies the problem. Because I will set God down right here for a minute. Let me do my own thing. You know I love you, right? You, you, you know this. You know it, right? You know, right? But just hold on. I'm going to come back. I won't leave you. Nor forsake you. So I'm just going to step off for a minute. And I start doing my own thing. Keep my eye on God. Making sure he didn't go nowhere. And all the time, I was the one who was putting distance between us. He was faithful. I wasn't faithful. Hiding from my own self. Really? And that's what some of you are doing. You have a good understanding of God. And you really love God. But it's that inner you. That's going to be your problem. It's what you like doing. And that's the biggest hang-up. So, Pastor, what did you do? I realized what the devil was doing. When I made that decision, I realized that the war had just started. When I made that stand that, God, I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to get married. I'm not going to be running the street. I'm not going to be watching that pornography. I'm not going to be smoking that dope. I'm not going to be doing this, and I'm not going to be doing that. I made that commitment. And that's when it started. <laughs> that's, I thought it was over when I made the commitment. But that's when it started. That's when all hell started offering me stuff. I didn't have to buy dope no more. They was offering it to me. I mean, the stuff that I had struggled getting, 
It was free then. So I realized that this is strategic. I said, God, you're just tempting me. And then I read scripture. Watch this. Remember when you're being tempted, don't say God is tempting me. The devil was using the word or my relationship with God to get an avenue to tempt me to do something that I thought God was doing it. So if God was doing it, then I couldn't fall, really, because God got me. It was so confusing that I couldn't stand. So he had took my legs out from under me by trying to outprocess God. So what God showed me was is that this scripture blessed me so much, and he said, and remember when you're being tempted, I was being tempted. Don't say God's tempting me. Whoa, so God, you ain't doing this? You're not doing this? God is never tempted to do wrong. And he would never tempt anyone else. Hold on, God. Then temptation is not a sin. Jesus was tempted. He came down 100% man, 100% God. But he was tempted as man, but yet did not sin. So temptation is not a sin. That's what the devil tripped me up at. I thought because I was being tempted, hey, I might as well do it. I might as well drink that drink. I might as well smoke that smoke. I might as well hit that because it's always on my mind. So a man think it, so easy, so if I'm going to get convicted of it, I might as well do it. He was using scripture against me. God said, you're willing, but you got to be obedient. I wasn't obedient, but I was shown up willing. Some of you are keep falling and yielding to the temptation because you're realizing that you don't stand your ground against it. You keep thinking about it. If you're being tempted, whatever that tempting is, if you're tempting to, if you're trying to die and lose weight, Get out the kitchen. Uh-huh. You, you know you drink a whole lot of drink. Stop buying sodas. If you know you're struggling with porn, get off the computer. If you know you're having a problem with drinking, pour all the liquor in your house out. You hear me? You trying to do what I was doing was compromise. As long as I held on to the phone numbers, <laughs> I gave the devil all the room he needed to tempt me. If there were no phone numbers, why would he, what would he have to tempt me with? I can remember them. <laughs> I told you I'm exposing myself so, so that you'll know it, just to try to help you. I was at the car wash, had this nice car that I had drove, but made a commitment to God that if he'd give me this car, I'd serve him, and I did that, that, all that. But I drove this nice car up to the car wash because I knew that women hang out at the car wash. Single women come to the car wash to meet men. That's in my day, probably not today. All right? So at the car wash, I had this nice car up there, and I was, and, you know, 
And one thing, and I'm not telling you how the game play, but I'm just telling you a little part of the game, let you know I know how the game play. All right. You drive up and you didn't notice all them women with their short pants on. They didn't bother you because you had your baby. You had your car that you was going to clean up. So you paid them no attention, which caused them now to give you some attention. Women hate to be ignored. So to get their attention, you ignore them. They already noticed you with the car. And if you had any good looks about yourself, you didn't have to say a word. Mm -hmm. So instead of me asking for numbers, numbers were given to me. And this one lady came up and gave me her number. And she had it all together. Sorry, Miss King, but just trying to, you know, this is what God sent me to help me out of it, but I just got to take you all back to let you know I ain't always been here. So I got the number, and I had made a commitment to God if he got me that car, and I was do this, and I would do this, and I had that number in my hand. I was like, man. And I could hear the Holy Ghost saying, get rid of it. I put it in my pocket. Got in my car. Can move. My God, oh God. God said, You serious about me? And I'm telling you, know, I, had to, I didn't hear an audible voice. I heard it in my spirit. It was a conversation that was taking place. And I pulled that number out. And I said, God, you know what? I'm going to do what's right. I got out of my car and I stood at the garbage can. I didn't drop it in there. I stood there for a while because I was battling this thing, all right? I'm trying to do right. I'm telling you the truth. Some of y'all, y'all don't realize it. I had a warfare. I had a battle going on. It wasn't nobody hitting me but the devil. Amen. And boy, I felt every blow. I stood there at that garbage can. I don't know. It might have been three days. I'm just playing. It, I, but I stood there for a while with that number in my hand. And I'm thinking about how fine she was, how the little shorts looked, and all this. I'm like, man, man. I'm going to do it, God. God, I promise you, I'm going to do it. God, I'm going to let this go. I'm still holding on to it. God, I got to let this go. So, God, I'm going to let it go. I'm for real, God. Like you're going to stop me. I'm for real, God. My body was turning because my mind was trying to change. My emotion was still hung on to it. But finally... I let it go. And I said, whew. I got in that car and I took off. I, I, it was almost, when I say flee as in terror, I flee as I was in terror. When I talk to you all about stuff, I'm telling you all real stuff. So don't think it's somebody who can't be touched with the feelings of your infirmities. Whatever your struggle is, I understand it. My struggle may not have been uh, uh, your struggle. My struggle may have been something else, but it was still a struggle. Because like you in here right now, I wanted to be right. I wanted to do what was right. I wanted to be in his will. He didn't tell me that there would be a price to pay. He didn't tell me that I had a battle to fight. I thought when I said it that he was going to take it up and deliver me. I didn't realize that I had to stand. 
I didn't realize that I had to fight. And when the fight came, I kept falling and failing until I got sick of me. Some of you all are not sick of you. Some of you are not full of yourself enough. I got full of myself. I was sick of me. Wanting to please God, but then want to please self too. That's miserable. That's what I tell y'all when the scriptures say, you should, I, I should hate this life I live. And I got to the point I hated the life I live because I would mess up and then go back to God. That's just like me messing up on my wife and then coming here and say, but baby, I love you. Really? No, you just demonstrated your love to me. It's hard for her to believe that, she lo- that I love her when I was messing up and doing stupid stuff. Some of you say you love God, but you're still being stupid. Is that a good word? Can I use that word? Bell? Can I use that word? Okay, all right. I can use it. I've been stupid. Watch this. Not ignorant. Ignorant is not knowing. I knew better. I've been stupid. So remember, God has never tempted to do wrong, but he'll never tempt you to do wrong. Temptation comes from your own desire. The devil didn't have to give it to you. You possessed it already. You have it right now. You have a desire to watch porn. You have a desire to drink. You have a desire to smoke. You have a desire to overeat. You have all these desires already. You have a desire to do wrong. It's already there. It's in you. Temptation came because of what was already in you. Something you held on to. When you came to Christ, you didn't let it go. Whatever excuse the devil gave you, you kept that excuse. My mama did it. My daddy did it. Everybody in my family was doing it. Your excuse has given the devil a right to bring you to temptation. Temptation comes from our own desire, which entice us and drag us away. Drag us away. How do you feel when you're messed up? Mm-hmm, exactly. You were driven to do that thing. These desires give birth to sinful actions. These desires that once they're tempted give birth to sinful action. And when sin is allowed, when you keep thinking about yourself and what you want, you are allowing sin to grow inside of you. You're allowing sin to get bigger. You're allowing this thing to get worse. If you're smoking, the devil going to give you a reason to keep smoking. Why? Because you've got the cigarettes in your purse. Oh, I want to be delivered. You really do? Throw away the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You want to get over him? Then give him back that purse. Give him back that, that, that watch. Give him back that ring. Give him back that, those shoes. That, give him back that dress. You want to get over him? Give him back that stuff. Uh-huh. No, you're allowing sin to grow inside of you. You're allowing him to still think or her to think that she still got some control over you. Because if you were real serious, you wouldn't want it. Uh-huh. Let's set up straight. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, I really want my marriage. Then get rid of your chick on the side. Well, Pastor, I, 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 I just talked to a, you know, I just see it at work. I'll get you another job. You don't know how hard that is. Uh-huh. You made that bed, now you got to lie in it. Well, why don't God, why don't you? God has done his part. He paved the way for you to come out of it. You got to come out. Pastor, I just can't get off, I can't stop watching this porn. Really? You remember that show that they had, uh, what was that show? Uh, Fireproof? He took his computer and threw it outside. You can get off of it. You just don't want to pay the price. You hear me? You can stop it, you just don't want to pay the price for it. So therefore, you're still lying with it. All right, let me go to the next one. I'm going to ask you what I had to ask myself. And I want you to answer these questions to yourself. Watch this. Yep. Have you looked at yourself lately? Mm-hmm. Can you trust yourself? Some of you realize you can. You know what? I'm going to be true. I don't trust myself. Mm-hmm. If God don't keep me, I know from where I came. And so I don't trust myself. I trust God to keep me. Well, Pastor, that don't sound right. Because you're still trying to trust yourself. You keep messing up. You don't realize you need to get out of the way. Unless the Lord keep the city. They that watch it, watch it in vain. They kept it. If God don't keep you, baby, everything you do is in vain. It's just a matter of time for that old slew-foot rascal trip you up and get you to go back to being you. I know people who were delivered from, from, from I know somebody person who was delivered from cigarettes. God delivered when we were over there at the other church. But a situation came into their life that caused them to take one puff and got back hooked. Just like that. No, if God don't keep you, you won't be kept. So are you full of yourself yet? Are you really tired of you? Are you tired of making the same old mistakes? Relationship after relationship, this person after this person, that after that, argument after argument. I decided I was going to have a good marriage because I was tired of the old marriage. I didn't need a new woman. I needed a new way of thinking. I had to deal with me. Let her deal with her. And I had to be the best that I could be to her. You know what? For as long as I was in the marriage and trying to make myself happy by getting her to do what I wanted her to do and what I wanted, I was miserable. But when I started taking care of her, I got happy. Go figure. 
I never would have thought that in a million years. Me making her happy, I, would, I got satisfied. It, it just don't, it don't make sense when you think about it, but when you do it, the dividends are out of this world. I realized that I had got full of myself, and so this is one of the past scriptures I give you all a lot. I don't know if y'all look at so I brought up on the message this time so you can really hear it. But that's, this scripture right here really blessed me because I realized it was somebody else who was in the Bible who exposed himself to the whole world. And when I realized that he had an issue, I was able to embrace my own. Some of y'all can't get over stuff because you won't embrace it. Watch this, Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Yes, I'm full of myself. Yes, I was full of myself. After all, I spent a long time in sin's prison. A long time I spent serving sin. I did it for a long time. I enjoyed it. What I didn't understand about myself is that I decided one way, but then acted another. Doing things I absolutely despised. I got God in me. I love me some Jesus, but doggone it, I was doing the stuff that I know Jesus didn't love. But I was so full of myself, I figured that God would be just, and he would justify me, and he would love me because he already died for the sins. So no matter what I did, he would always forgive me. The problem was I couldn't forgive myself. God turned me over to me. How he does that, I don't, I don't understand it. So I couldn't find, so I, so if I couldn't be what trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it became obvious that God's command was necessary. It was obvious to me that I needed God's word to keep me from messing up. If I couldn't trust my own self and I knew that I loved God, it became obvious that I needed God's help. Some of you don't realize you need God's help. You're still trying to do it on your own. You ain't going to help yourself. You're not going to operate on yourself. You're going to look in the mirror and you're going to look at all your good qualities because you don't want to pay attention to that bad issue. Don't trust yourself with you. Lay yourself on that altar. Altar. It will definitely do the job. If you drag yourself to that altar, it will alter your life. Verse 17. But I need something. I needed something more. I had God's commandment. I had an understanding of God, but I needed something more. Some of y'all keep messing up right now because you need something more. You got God, but you need something more. For I know that the law I know the law, but still can't keep it. You know what to do right, but you keep doing wrong is what he's saying. And if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intention, I obviously need help. How many of y'all keep messing up? It's obvious you need help. Whether it's over that little sip of wine, whether it's over that, that, that alcohol, whether it's over that dope, whether it's over that food, whatever it is. It's obvious you need some help. Look at yourself. You need some help. It's obvious, right? I need some help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. God, 
<laughs> Ain't no need to be lying to myself. I go to church. I help out. But obviously, I don't have what it takes. You have to help me with this one. When you get honest with God, God will be honest with you. Then he's going to send somebody just like you that you despise to show you you. And when you get sick of them, God says, exactly. I've just been putting up with you, but since you asked me, I sent somebody to show you how you really are. So you can see what I've been dealing with. You don't like you, and I don't like you. So something got to change. Mm-hmm. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. <laughs> I can say I'm not going to drink that until it's set in front of me. I went over to my sister's house yesterday. I said, I'm not going to drink any more drinks. She said, don't you want an orange drink, a sun-kissed orange? Don't describe it because you're painting a picture in my mind. Give me some water. She gave me a bottle of water, and I got to the door, and, Lord, my feet just didn't want to reach the door. That's what I said. Go and give me the drink. And so I just got the drink, and I carried it with me. And I wasn't going to drink it. I was just going to carry it with me. I got almost to the house. I reached for it, and Janae will tell you, and it fell off in the floor. I said, catch my drink. And when I claimed it as being mine, I yielded to his desire. I hit that top on the top to sell it down a little bit. Joan said, why you do that? I said, to calm it down. Then I popped that top off of it. And I keep telling myself, I ain't going to drink but I'll swallow. And when I got, I got the drink down, my, my daughter, then I, I, I calmed myself down and realized I was still good. I gave my daughter some. And, and, and then Jordan at the back. I gave him some too. <laughs> to make myself feel better. I tried to justify my actions by involving others in my sin. Yeah, I told you, I, I tell off on me. I didn't stand. One inch led me all the way to consumption. And afterward, I had to justify my conscience. I had to make a deal with it. Just so it wouldn't bother me. I, I influenced somebody else. You know, because they always want what I want. They always, I never have nothing. So when I gave them that, you knew I knew they were going to take it. They didn't know I was justifying my own actions. They were just being them because they did it so freely give up everything. Yeah, I gave them a part of my wrongdoing. And we do that all through life. Where our kids are the way they are. They are partakers of our sin. Anyway, that's another whole sermon. All right. So, I decided to do good, but I didn't really do it. I decided not to do bad, 
but then I did it anyway. Okay? My decisions, such as they are, don't result in my actions. In actions, something has gone wrong deep within me and keep getting the better of me every time. Even being pastor, I'm still struggling with stupid stuff. I ain't struggling with the with running the women. I ain't struggling with pornography. I ain't struggling with alcohol. I ain't struggling with smoking dope. But when I say and put myself out there and say what I'm not going to do, that's when the enemy come in and say, let's see. Simple stuff that I know that the devil did, that the devil is doing with desires in me to let me know I can't trust myself. So I don't try to tempt myself to go watching pornography. I don't try to tempt myself running women and getting the woman phone number. I don't try to do, I don't, try, I don't flirt with that stuff no more because I don't trust myself. The reason why some of y'all caught up, because you're trusting yourself. You're still flirting and married. Yep, I said it. You want some attention. You want some attention to self. But you want to be delivered. No, you don't. You just want to be forgiven. Pride ain't going to stop it. I'm finna, I'm finna snap my collar. I don't want that. <laughs> so my decision is that, you know, this thing keeps getting the best of me every time. Oh, boy. What I really had to do, watch this, next one. It happened so regularly that it, that it was predictable. I knew, I knew, I knew I could, I could feel it changing. I could feel the temptation when they would start getting stronger. I knew when I was, when I, was when I, 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 I hate to describe it to you, but, but I, I think I almost need to help you to understand it. Uh, I wasn't a big drinker, but I could almost sometimes taste a beer. I knew then something was going wrong. I knew then I needed to get a handle on it. Because the beer will lead me to the smoking the dope. And the dope will lead me to the street. And the street will lead me to the women. And the women will lead me back to my house. Secession and progress. It was progressive. Sin is progressive. It started with that little taste. How many of y'all, you ain't going to tell off on yourself. You don't drink no more. But how many of y'all, you know, you used to drink a beer. Sometimes you just taste the beer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Be honest with yourself. I don't mind. I don't mind. Well, if I be honest, y'all might as well be honest. It may be something that you're dealing with that you hadn't even, you might, you might smell some dope and you ain't even high. Ain't nobody around you smoking. You might, you might be watching TV and all of a sudden all this going on, but then that, that girl come up there with a swimsuit on and, and, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's something lurking inside of you that you won't acknowledge, but it acknowledges you. Never mind, leave y'all alone. All right. It's predictable, in other words. You know when you're getting ready to be tempted. You know when you're getting ready to fall. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. I thought, I, well, I truly delight in God's command. I'm happy with God, but it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in on that delight. <laughs> I'm happy with God, but it's obvious that something in here ain't happy with God. There's something going on in me. Pause of my... Uh, currently, uh, convertly rebels. And just when I least expect it, 
can take charge. And now I'm doing it. It keeps getting stronger. I tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at times at my, at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? That was my real question. God, can you help me? God told me this. He said, son, you're going to have to learn to stand. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.